We are back. We are back. Now it feels so good to be back. Daniel, it feels amazing. We're back. We're feeling it. We don't have Rick Barry on the pod today. Hey. That's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And we hope you enjoyed the interview. It was a blast for us. We hope you guys enjoyed it as well. Um, you know, it's just us tonight, but we're going to try to still make it a great pod. What do you try, Daniel? We're, we're going to kill it. Yeah, but we haven't done it yet. You got to be modest, right? A little bit. I think you got to be confident, too, in what Com- you got. I am confident, but that's inside, you know? It's a balance. Exactly. Like anything. Yeah. That's already one life lesson. Got to have we, balance. We just started. We just started. You know what else is a good life lesson? Yeah. Whatever's going on in the current. It's time for the current. The current. The current. The current. The current. The current. Mm. Electric current. Daniel, introduce the current. The current this week. Um, well, we start off again with a, a flag football result. A huge victory. Yeah. Um, our squad uh, got another dub. Huge dub. Playing 11 o'clock p.m. Tuesday. Maryland Intramurals. Be there. Be there. Yeah. If you if you come as a fan, you get a shout out on the pod. <laughs> like Just like randomly show up. But they have to tell us that. They want a shout out. Like maybe, maybe we have a fan that we don't even know about right. that will be there. Like say, like yo, what's good? What's up, Daniel? What's up, Alan? Right. Like, um, Daniel, you know, hey, guys, get the ball to Daniel more. No, I'm joking. We're <laughs> 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 like, starting a little controversy, like like an Odell situation, where I'm Odell, except not that good. <laughs> but yeah, we got a big W, 27-12 win, and uh, you know we're heading, we're two and zero. Heading to our last regular season game next week. You know, we're feeling good. You know, Allen Allen had a big pick off a tip. Limited defensive snaps. I yeah. think that might have been my first or second yeah, snap yeah, like, at yeah, safety like, You had like eight snaps of defense the entire game and had a pick. Yeah. That's impressive stuff. I know. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> offense. I thought I, I brought the heat a little bit. Almost took one to the house. Oh, yeah. Shifty. Shifty. That's a word that jumps to mind. Um, I've never been called that before in my life, so it's a real honor. Yeah, many people. So um, that that's why that's why you got to do your physical therapy, guys. Right. You know, hopefully you don't need, obviously, right. but you know, if if you do, you know, we're we're with you. Reach out if you need some motivation, yeah. some advice, a podcast to listen to right. while you're doing it. We have some, we have a a recommendation. People have voted about different things but they but but also you, you could say that we're the um, the podcast or people going through physical therapy you know bring good vibes exactly that's what you need um, I just want to bring out my favorite play from the game yeah it, it, it was not good it wasn't necessarily good for us but it was funny um, so in flag football you're not allowed to block at all like in our league you're not allowed to like even on the line you're not allowed to use your hands hands behind the back hands behind the back as you block which it's is really, it's so hard but so we had a play where uh where one of our top wideouts got a got a catch and was running up the field, it was probably gone, you know, you know, quick dude. But then our fastest guy, again, my roommate Josh, runs in and knocks the dude out. Like, didn't hit him that hard, but they were running, so like he gives him a little like block to the side. It would have been legal in the NFL or college or high school, but this is a no contact week. Guy goes out of bounds, falls out of bounds. We score a touchdown, called all the way back to midfield, and. It's funny because we still ended up scoring on the because <laughs> we're that good. But and, and we burned some clock. But it was just hilarious because it's like, like, dude, you can't, you can't use. It. Ah. I think the play of the game though for me was easy. Uh, our star wideout that Daniel was just talking about, the one that should have gotten the touchdown. Um, his 
his last name's Taiki, so he had something I call the Taiki to tap, toe tap, Taiki Taiki toe tap. Huge, I think, fourth down, clock winding down. If we get the first down, we win. Taiki on the sideline, perfect throw by quarterback. Jared kept both feet in. Unreal game. Yeah, ball game. Then I got some reps at quarterback. Did we score? We scored that drive, right? Did we score? We did score. When? On that drive, we did. But the one where I was quarterback, we just ran the clock out. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, we would have been We had a little, awesome. we had a little, my only reception of the game. Oh, yeah. A little, a little, a little quick slant. Daniel, you, four yards. You, know, you know what happens? Like I'm the said, guy you start in fantasy, and you're like, he's not good. No, gonna no. I, but, I had um, maybe a point and a half. No, no, point nine points, half people. <laughs> Daniel, though, the, the funny thing is, like, I remember in the play hearing Allen, and I think like the pod is the reason you got that. Like, like my brain just is like, oh my god, Daniel's voice, go to it. <laughs> nice. So I'm like, ah, ah, open. Worked for me. I got the ball moving clock. I am a huge proponent of throwing it when you're up with three minutes left. Especially in flag football. I'm saying NFL. Oh, NFL. Should, really? we, should we save that for the NFL segment? Maybe. Let's talk about it now. Okay. The Atlanta Falcons. You had the pleasure of watching them beat your New York Giants last it was, week. It was so much fun. Um, they Teams that throw it you can do four or five yard receptions that are very high percentage and there's a much higher chance that you get a first down. And I think yeah. that more teams should be doing that. Also, what were your thoughts on Pat Shermer going for two? Uh, I, mean, I don't know. Just, I, I, think, I think it makes sense because you're just giving yourself more chances. Like you, we would still be able to go for two later. I, wait, did it put us down? We were down eight after that. After we didn't get it, we were yeah. down eight. So I, I think I think it's fine because we were gonna have to. Actually, wait, no, we wouldn't have. Why did we go for two? I'm doing the math in my head. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Kai, I'll just put it straight. Uh, I think that at the end of the day, think, I know they uh, ended up making a difference because they hit the field goal. Right. And otherwise, we we still would have tied it. So I don't know. I think I think at the end of the day. So much of football is the energy, the vibes on the sideline. And if it confused that many fans, I definitely confused that many players. If it confused the announcers, there was a sense of confusion. And I think that, like, ruins the vibes a little bit of the team right. on the I, sideline. The, the, the whole team right now is in disarray. We're, we're going to get to it. Um, yeah, we're going to get to the Giants a little bit later. And uh, some of my thoughts, some balanced thoughts. Not all positive, you know, not that many positive but, on a 1-6 team. But, well, one guy but maybe that, some optimism for the future, but okay. maybe not. So okay. we'll see. you have to tune one in. One guy that you're very optimistic about, and there's a big reason for that, is Stephen Curry. Yeah. Steph, um, you know, last night uh, a lot of people had the pleasure of watching him put up 51 on the local team for us, the Washington Wizards, who neither of us like. So it was fine. Um, he put up 51, hit 11 threes, and this some ridiculous heat checks. He just... Sort of shrugging at people. It was insane. He also had a floater early in the game where he got fouled and just kept driving the lane. Just for fun. Threw the ball up like 35 feet and dropped. It was his night. Most nights this season has been this season have, have been his night. A stat I heard that he um through his first four games, he has more three-pointers made than Michael Jordan did in his first four seasons. Whoa. Now it was a different era, but but still. That's so cool. That's a lot. That's that's three three threes. That's I know. Has it been through five games or four games? Don't know. 
What's their record? I don't know. I think I think I'd say four. The point is Steph Curry's made a lot of three pointers, and he's really good at basketball. And one thing that I think is really cool about Steph and just shows his greatness is in the first quarter of I think it was last night's game he had seven assists. Do you know how much? Not, not last night. Two nights. Two, two, two games, two games ago. ago. Seven assists. Do you know what he finished with that game? Assist wise. Eight. Eight. You know what that shows to me? That this is a guy that just can play basketball however he wants. LeBron does that a lot too, where mm-hmm. he'll come out very passive and basically just use his skill set. They, they played five games. Okay. And he's shooting. Right now, you know um, what a 40, 50, 90 season is? Yes. No, I'm sorry, 50, 40, 90. Where he shoots yes. 50% from the field, 40% from three at least, and 90% from the line. Right now, he's um, 50, 50, 90. It's early, but still, he's been putting up numbers. Um, as I was saying, though, I think like like that that's a true sign of someone's greatness in basketball when they just kind of play with the box score. I, I think that's so so cool. Mm. Um, and then also Blake Griffin had a huge game, yeah, leading the Pistons to a uh, overtime victory on One, the last second. One thirty three, one thirty two. That's what's up. And you see, did you see that? That is not the first time Dwayne Casey has ran that play. Yeah, I heard about That's that. Hilarious. That's like a thing they do, like the little fake handoff. It's genius. By the way, I'm a very big fan of Blake, Blake's evol- evolving game. He's gone from being like, okay, he's a super athlete, he's going to get you 20 and 10 no matter what. Now he's a guy who can run the one for you. He is, his handle is tight. He's, he can shoot from the outside. The only thing he can't really do is shoot free throws that well, which, you know, there's a clear solution for that. Right. Say it with me. Underhand. Underhand free throws. throws. Like Rick Barry, Barry, who was, who on, was our on our podcast last week. Guys, For this an... chemistry, not planned. <laughs> Just raw stuff. We won't edit that out. We're not you. We're not going to edit anything out. Don't worry. It's annoying to edit. <laughs> <laughs> and we like when it's raw. Yeah, yeah. Every once in a while we have some secret edits, but don't worry about it. Yeah, it no, no one has to know. I mean, exactly. except until now. Now people know. Uh-oh. Um, but... Yeah, you're saying about Blake's evolution. Yeah, you know he's a great passer. You know he's he can shoot it. He can take it to the basket. He can work in the post where he can find guys out of the post. You know he 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 had six assists in that game. Also, he had fifty, like fourteen and six, on twenty of thirty five shooting, which is very efficient. A lot of high volume of shots, but very efficient. He's a guy that like maybe like early in his career, like he had to be like the second or third guy on a team to be great. Now he's the guy. He's a guy who who is a, I would say, a top 10 talent in the league when healthy. The problem is he hasn't been healthy, but I think his, you know, knee problems have enabled him to kind of adopt his game, adapt his game to go from super athlete relying on his athleticism to just overall really good basketball player. You know what's really cool? How I remember when Blake had nothing even close to a jump shot. Right. He's- and you know what's really interesting? Like, how often people, like, move on from really cool past things. Like, when Lob City started, that was one of the most exciting things to right. have basketball then, in a long but time. But then Golden State was like, Right. Me. No, I'm, I'm not saying... We that, have something. But there was definitely a period before Golden State's rise where Lob yeah, City Lob was Yeah, Lob City was it. the new thing. Right. And, like, and we thought, like, Clippers-Warriors were going to be like a rivalry for a really long time. And then, and like, Clippers-Spurs and... That, that was that. It's sad seeing what's going on in San Antonio. They're, they're going to be fine. No, I know. It's just sad that Timmy D's gone. Yeah. Manu's gone. 
that's, Tony Parker's that's, getting that's a sports. few minutes yeah. for the Bobcats, talk? right? The Hornets. The Hornets. Wow. Nice Bobcats reference. Oh my God. They're not a team. I specifically thought Charlotte, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to avoid that because didn't they move? But my brain, no, no, I was close. That is like the Hornets. I just said Bob. The Charlotte Hornets. The Charlotte Hornets went to New Orleans. The then they then they became then the new team popped up, the Bobcats, and then the Hornets became the Pelicans, and the the New Orleans team became the Pelicans, and the Charlotte team went back to the Hornets. Now you it know. Connects. It all connects. Now you know. And the... the But I think at the end of the day, DeMar DeRozan, Marcus, the Murray injury killed them. The Murray injury killed them. But you know, I, like, I, I like their... I still like their back... Like some of their guys... Like Patty, Patty Mills, Mills. Ice. Bryn Forbes also. Ice. Like, yeah, against the Lakers. Marco Benanelli. Yeah, like they still have a team. Like they're still going to win 50 games. I can't wait. And like... And they're still going to give a team trouble in the playoffs. Maybe like, you know... And... What are like... But DeRozan is a number one guy on the team, and Aldridge oh is a solid, like one of the better number two guys in the league. And they have the the, the system and the role players, the culture, that you need, the culture that you need. So they can watch out. Yeah. They're, they're a tough first round series for oh, yeah. one oh, yeah. of the top. And and Daniel, we were mentioning Chris Paul. Yeah, we something huge. Lob City. Oh, Lob City. We were right. talking Lob City. Something huge went down. Chris Paul, Rajon Rondo, Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram. Fist fight. Spurs what are your thoughts? Was that more exciting than Pacquiao Mayweather? Yes. Yes, it was. McGregor Mayweather. I don't think so. I don't, maybe. I don't know. The point is... McGregor Khabib? Definitely not. You watch that? Oh my God, did I watch Was it sick? Do you know what happened? Oh, there was a fight. There was like the fight with the fight. There was the fight after the right, fight. Of course, yeah. I know what happened. Yeah. That was nuts. That's craziness. I was watching it live. Yeah. I'm um, hooked. you're hooked on hooked. UFC. UFC hooked. Um, and that yeah. was punny. Like, oh, like a hook, like right a right hook. hook or a left hook. But what Brandon Ingram threw was a right hook, and basically, allegedly, Rajon Rondo spit in Chris Paul's face. We don't know. Maybe it was Carmelo Anthony. What I liked most was seeing like the up, like the zoomed in videos of like Carmelo Anthony and Rajon Rondo's face to see who spit. And like, when did Chris I didn't see anything. I saw and no Rondo, voice and Rondo, Rondo's girlfriend and Chris Paul's wife got into a fight. It's all, it's, it's made for NBA Twitter, and it's, it's the modern NBA where it's like a, a soap opera, like with really good basketball being played. You know the nice thing about like Chris Paul, you know he's got insurance. Cliff's got him hooked up. Yeah, if, Cliff if he has... and uh, and uh, Oscar from The Office. Yes, and he was also in. Um, don't tell me what's the proposal. Who? Oscar. Oscar. He. That was if you. In, Is that the Ryan Reynolds movie? Yes. Wow. And and don't tell me her name. Even when you know it, don't tell me her name. Um, sing something. Fortnite theme song helps. Um, I don't know the Fortnite theme song. How am I forgetting her name? She's one of the most famous actresses. Is it Sandra? Sandra Bullock. Bullock. Why No relation to Reggie. True. Actually, maybe. No, I doubt it. Oh. I really doubt it. Okay. Um, um, this yeah. is such a Bullocks. Bullock. Bullock. Whatever. It's singular. But as I was saying, if you enjoy Oscar from The Office, he is the funniest character in the proposal. So guys, check out the proposal. I think. What, what's the rating? Should, should, should we start a movie recommendation? Obviously service? not. But 
like a sports movie. It's PG thirteen. I, I, make sure you're over thirteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay in school, kids. Um, I think maybe we should do like one pod uh, where we just rank sports movies. For we have it. one podcast where we can't mention sports. No, that I, I feel like that would really go against. We have to change our logo. Daniel, what what people don't realize, in my opinion, and from a place of humbleness, I think we're brilliant people outside okay. of sports. Hey. Speaking for yourself, yes, you are. I don't know about me, but... I know. I, I would say other way around. I don't know about me, but I know about you. But hello to Barcelona in three, two, one. What? Huh? What? That's a Justin Bieber song. Oh. I don't know about you. I don't know about me, but hello to falsetto in three, two, one. I'd like to Oh, I hear. Be. Sorry, guys. It's, uh, is, that, uh, is that Boyfriend by Justin Bieber from back in the day? Yes, and wow. that's why we need an interview, Daniel. So Alan doesn't sing. So we don't go too far. Yeah. Um, Chris Paul roundup beef. What do you think about LeBron going to CP instead of his teammates? I, I think he was just pulling him away, and LeBron kind of can do whatever he wants at this point. So I, I don't care. I agree. <laughs> Who cares? It's cool. It's cool. Like I know they're your teammates, but at the end of the day, like your boy's your boy. You right. Know? Right. I don't think he was going like necessarily support. Like I like, think at the end of the day, I think he was going. I don't know. He was just trying to clear the situation. No one, like, no, no one, like, besides like all the fans, want to fight. Um, <laughs> like when you're on the court, when you're in that environment, you just want to get it, get, get everyone separated. Rondo yeah. was already being pulled back, so he just wanted to get the other side. So yeah, I think it's fine. But I do think we should have a sports movie podcast, like half of it. Okay. Because I have a lot of thoughts on a lot of different sports movies. Okay. Like Thunderstruck with Kevin. Do it Ray. now. I don't know. I don't know. If it's, I think we need to like really. Like really do some research, really dig in deep. I, I, I bet be... you, I bet you, if I put you on the spot right now, let's do it right now. Okay, let's do we're it talking quickly. sports movies. Let's go. We're good. Talk. So, Daniel, I have a movie, a sports movie, I'd like to talk about. Do you have one you'd like to start off with? Yes, I would like to start off with Thunderstruck, which I just mentioned. I don't know Thunderstruck. You don't know Thunderstruck? No. Well, basically, Is that the Marshall. Part... Marshall? No, no, that's We Are Marshall. Mm. It makes sense. Right. Um, the movie Thunderstruck. Is with uh, Kevin Durant in his Thunder days. Basically, there's a uh, a kid who's uh, like a, I don't know, probably a junior in high school, I'd say, in uh, Oklahoma high school. He uh, not that great at basketball, like actually really bad. Like he can't can't hit the rim really, but he loves the game. He loves I can't it. hit the rim. Put <laughs> okay. at eight feet. No, that's, that's not it. Yeah, um, go ahead. So he's not very good, and he goes to a Thunder game and he gets called to do the half court shot. Sorry, spoiler alert, but it's it's okay. Um, oh, this looks so cute. Yeah, the kid, the kid's like the guy's like five five or whatever, and basically he sh- shoot gets called to do a half court shot, and he like at the Thunder game, and he misses about like thirty feet, and then Kevin Durant like they like, have a moment, and like the talent transfers. What <laughs> the chat the talent like freaky Friday like, freaky fr- like the talent transfers, and all of a sudden like this kid like makes the team, and. Kevin Durant can't do anything, and he's like, what, what's wrong with me? Like, he, he starts, like, tripping over himself on the court, and, like, the Thunder going on, like, a 20-game losing streak. And, like, ignoring the fact that Russell Westbrook would definitely just take over in this scenario. Happily. Happily, he'd just be like, yeah, give me the ball. I'm going to put up 40. Um, there's a lot of plot holes. Um, like, the local media does a story about him once or whatever, like, oh, this guy's now averaging 40, and no one's like, hey, how come this 5'5 kid is dunking now? When you couldn't make a basket, no one's like wondering about it. No one's like, "What happened here?" Would you think about that? Yeah, I would. You'd be asking questions, especially after he tried. He tried out for the team and was a manager, and all of a sudden he's their star. I don't know. Something's fishy. Something like talent transfer through a basketball. Oh, 
I don't know. I, I think, yeah. It sounds like a very interesting. It's what, fun. It's a, what, it's a fun watch if you're going. What do you recommend to watch this? Movie? I would recommend like I don't know. It's like you know, if you want to have a good laugh. Yeah. Um, just you know, hanging out with the boys. Kicking back, cracking open a brewski for twenty one. Yeah, if you're twenty one or over, staying school kids. Um, yeah, if you're not trying to like have an actually good movie to watch, like it's not a good movie, but it's fun because you can make fun of, like you can laugh at a lot of things. Can I tell you, um, my one of my favorite sports movies. Yeah. Rudy. That's actually a really good movie. That is. A, That's a, any environment, you know, it's good. It's just good cinema. It's like. Uh, I would just put my jersey on the desk. Yeah. For Rudy. Of course. Yeah. Well, we want to run through a brick wall after watching Rudy. You know what movie inspired... I'm not like the type of guy... I don't know what type of guy I am when it comes to movies. I'm a little confused and that's okay. That's okay. But one of the most inspiring scenes in any movie I've ever seen for me... I know what you're going to say. Want to say it on three and see if we get it right? No, I forgot what it's called. Um... You say it. Is it Coach Carter? No. Ah. It's not a sports movie. Oh, fine. That's not fair. No, watch. Uh, what's it called? It's about the guy that was um, lost in the ocean for like 30 days. Castaway? I think so. With with Is it with um, Tom Hanks? No. No, 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 no. And then he became a war prisoner. We'll get the name. Is, it, is he like the runner? Um... I don't remember if we're being honest. Um, what, what was the movie? He's in the- Unbroken. Yeah, yeah, that's with the runner. So the end of the movie, Unbroken. Basically, the the that's a sports movie that counts. Oh yeah, see it was sports. Yeah. But spoiler alert: if you want to see Unbroken, I would stop, listen to the pod, or skip a few yeah, seconds. Yeah. But basically, the best basically it's this battle between it's it's the symbolism behind it is um mind versus physical versus mental and what truly wins Mm -hmm. and it was there was this um war general like kind of just trashing um the athlete and at the end the the war general said if you drop it i shoot you and there's just like this moment where he's about, have you seen it? No. Where he's about but, to drop it. Uh-huh. And like, you just see him get this like next win and he pushes it up into the air. The thing he was and roars. And you see the general just crumble because like no matter how hard he tries to break this guy, he can't. Right. And he just pushes it. And after that, I think I roared in the movie theater. Really? Yes. And like the, like the guy's like, sir, sir, um, yeah. I was like, "Ah." I remember the next morning, uh, Sunday morning, woke up bright and early, uh, and I I opened the door, I left like my house, and I was like, "Ah." Ah. didn't scream too loud though. Um, What's what's going on with that Alan kid? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is the guy from the theater's like, sir, sir. (laughs) (laughs) This is loosely connected to another one of my favorite sports movies, um, Creed. Yeah, Creed 2 is coming out. With Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, Creed 2 is coming out. I want to hear your thoughts in a moment, but again, another spoiler coming. When Creed gets knocked down, and like the music slows, the tension's building. Like, is he going to get up? Is he going to. Everyone in my movie theater was like, get up! 
Get up! <laughs> like everyone was roaring. I'm like, get up, kid! Like you can do that. Yeah. It, it, it's so. I was thinking about this the other day. It's so interesting how connected we get to movies and TV shows. Right. Like you know, like this is us, right? Like sure. people like cry watching it, and I think yeah. I think it, it's really interesting. And maybe in a maybe we should bring it back to sports a little bit, but. That's something I'd love to talk about with you more in the future about the connection to, because I'm watching some pretty cool TV shows now that I'm getting really connected to and it's really interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, that's what I got. Do you have another sports movie? Do I? I think I, oh, I want to talk about Creed 2. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. The trailer came out. It's coming out soon. They didn't tell us to do a plug. Um, it's just that I thought it was awesome. Basically Creed, um, you know, Adonis Creed, Apollo Creed's son is going to fight Drago's son from Rocky Four, who killed his father, like not, killed. No, like I don't, I don't, I don't remember. You didn't see Rocky Four? Spoiler for Rocky, you should have seen it. it. Came out like thirty years ago. These are all movies you should have seen. Um, and including you, Alan, you should have seen Rocky Four. Okay. Basically, Ivan Ivan so, Drago. Someone's Ivan Drago killed Apollo yeah. Creed in the ring. In the ring. In the ring. That's and then, and then Rocky beat him in in Russia and ended the Cold War. But Rocky ended the Cold War. Rocky ended the Cold War. <laughs> Dude, you gotta watch this movie like tonight. Very busy night. Like half of it's football, but spoiler. I have to work out and play football. For me, yeah. that's busy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so basically, their kids, their kids are fighting each other now in the movie. That's unreal. You know, Michael B. Jordan has been playing such cool role. He he in in um, Black Panther. Yeah. Unreal. And that's like probably the biggest story of um, you know, emerging from the shadow. From like a shadow. His name is Michael Jordan. <laughs> Daniel, that's a brilliant point. Thanks. I said you were brilliant. Like he is making a name for himself. He has turned one letter B into this distinguishing factor. Right. What's Michael Jordan's middle name? What but dude, that, is, that is crazy <laughs> that I can talk about Michael B. Jordan and not have my brain go to Michael Jordan right away. Right. Let's see, Michael it, Jordan. He's Michael Jeffrey Jordan. So his name's actually MJ Jordan. MJJ. MJ Jordan. But you know what's crazy? The whole LeBron thing and like he regrets naming his son LeBron. They call him right. Ronnie. Right. It's like, it's like, you see it though. It's not... I understand the concern of uh, being in your, um, what's it called? Like LeBron being in his dad's footsteps, right? Same name, Grace. LeBron, yeah, man. But just do you, man. And if you do you, when people hear Bronny James, yeah. they'll think of Bronny James. Michael yeah, B. Jordan. He's dunking in eighth grade. He's, he's fine. Yeah. He'll be, he'll, he'll be okay. I, I started touching the net in 10th or something. So <laughs> We get some advice for people that aren't dunking in eighth grade. Hey, keep working on the fundamentals, you know? Yeah. Because that's what kind of comes through in the end. If you, you know... J.J. Barea. Right. Ball handling. Passing. One for shooting. ten from the field last night. Hey. They have Luka Doncic, so we're going to get to that. Um, eventually, once we go through every single sports movie. <laughs> um, so, what do you think about Major League? Good movie. I love that Really movie. funny movie. I love that movie. I think, I think we should really ded like dedicate... like We should have a movie guy on and like do a whole pod like just about sports movies. I think that'd be a lot of fun. I guarantee you there's someone on Twitter that we could find. Yeah, definitely. I've loved this so far. Fans, reach out. Tell us if you like this. Tell, if not, tell us what movies we should talk about. If, or if, if, this not, bad, yeah. if not, we can just do more formal sports. But yeah, I think if, this if was... This, if this is bad, 
I, Daniel, I Tell think us. it's great. This is not even, like, we have, like, a, a doc we set up. Not anywhere to be found about sports movies. It just kind of happened. I think so, this was great. I, I enjoyed it. So, I think we should talk about NBA now. Let's, let's, let's talk a little MLB. Let's touch on the World Series a little. I like that. I saw it. Um, Red Sox are up 2-0. Daniel, what do you think is going to happen out in LA? I think the Dodgers will win game three. Red Sox will win game four. Um... And then I think Dodgers win game five, Red Sox win game six at home. How do you feel about the 2-3-2 two, two format? I like it. It. I like it. I think it's better for baseball. Like, I don't know. I think for baseball, it makes it so you can like actually get the series. I, I like for basketball that you go back and forth a little bit. But for baseball, like this is kind of the way it's always been. You need In you baseball, need, they play back-to-back nights. You need to do 2-3-2. Two, two. Right, you, you can't to. do it any other right, way. Right. Well, in basketball, they... I guess they don't. They, they don't. They, they've yeah. got two, three days off. So do, like, right. I feel like the NBA Finals takes a month and a half. Right. Or, 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 or a week. Or because, week um, yeah. Or, or if you're swept. swept. Yeah. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I think the Red Sox are going to win. I um, think um, one thing I really wanted to point out. But next year, the Yankees are okay. going to come back with okay. a vengeance. I think one, one guy I wanted to praise, former Indian Alex Cora. Uh, I wonder how often he's been called former Indian Not Alex Cora recently. Former Astro. Uh, but he's just had the Midas touch. Mm-hmm. Emo, you got that? Mom, you got that? <laughs> she, she, she's, she's very proud of me when I have like strong literary references. That's nice, but you know like King Midas, it was actually a curse. So you're saying that he turns everything to gold, but then they stop moving, and then the Dodgers win the World Series. You just spoiled the book. Sorry, I've never read it. Again, without you, giving a again, you should know it at this point. It's like been out for like four. But years. why does it have such a positive connotation? Because gold is usually seen as good. Right, but the whole, the whole. But but a person whole, turned into gold dies. Right, but the whole. That's why you got to report the facts. You got to know the whole story. Yeah. Throw back to our first interview. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but <laughs> a, as I was saying. Um, about Alex Cora, um, what's it called? Put, put, we got Nunez and Devers. I think Devers was up, pinch hit him for Nunez. Nunez hits a homer that at that. Right. It's just unreal. And like, it could have gone either way. Like, you say he strikes out Cora's, you know, not, but he, I feel like he has a good. Because Devers is the better offensive guy, right? Yes, but he's also, but, but what inning was this? Was this like the seventh? It was late. It was late. But I guess you could have put him in later as a, like, Nunez is the better. It was both. You could have put him in later, and like you gotta know your, you gotta know your guys, and you kind of know the feel. I think in baseball, the man, when it comes down to the manager, like his decision most, and you come down to feel. It's all feel. More than basically any other sport. Because because in basketball you can go like okay these guys play well together like you know I want this kind of matchup. In baseball you play the matchups, but at the same time like especially in the playoffs when like one twin can change everything, it's about feel. And the Dodgers they went with their guy Madsen. Madsen two games got rocked. He was, he's their most, like, he's the guy, like, besides Kenley Jansen and their bullpen, he's the guy they go to. He's the guy Dave Roberts talks about wanting to go to. And, you know, that's what you should do, but, you know, he didn't have it. And, you know, you, can, you can't really blame the manager because, like, you know, your guy should have it when you're good, good point to pitchers, you know. Mm-hmm. You, you go in there, you're supposed to get outs. I, I think so much of it, though, is you have to know the psyche of your players. And I think baseball, in. one of the beauties of it, though, is that over 162 games, you learn a lot about your players. Oh, yeah. And this and, is first year. So, like, for Cora, I mean. Right, right. No, it's wasn't he the bench coach there? He was the bench coach for the Astros last year. 
Oh, you're right. You're right. That's why. So he understands what a championship culture takes, and like, you kind of, I, unfortunately, I'm biased. Um, so unfortunately for me, um, the Red Sox had like they, they they had like a winning culture. If you look, remember a few years ago in like 2014, 2014, the year after they won the World Series, they won like 60 something games because like they like, yeah like the like pitch players were eating chicken wings during the game, like everything was just really drinking. bad. Like, drinking during the game, like. Just a really bad environment. Like, I, I drink. Like, I drink water during our game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different. Thing. Very different. Very different drinks. Different. Um, so I can stay hydrated. Yeah, stay hydrated. They were hydrated too, but a little differently. Um, and just, it, the, the energy with the, the Sears Red Sox team is so fun and youthful. Like Betts and Martinez. Like Benetendi. Mar- I right, love Benetendi. Right. But Betts is so positive, and also like he has a really like. As much as I hate the Red Sox, I really like Betts. Like, uh-huh. He seems like a good guy. He works hard. He's a really good player, and he's just like a fun guy. They have. He's probably going to be their captain for a while, like with Judge, Judge and Betts. So we'll be going against each other for years, which will be fun. Daniel, um, two, also, I have one two, more thing. Two. You go. No, I'm sorry. You go. No, you go. You. Fine, I'll go. Just, just for the fans. Just, just you know, for the content. So no, yeah, go. <laughs> so like, also JD Martinez. What you hear about him is like he brings this professional hitting idea where like he's constant like he's filming everything to analyze his swings crazy. he doesn't really play the field but like so he better be a good hitter right and he just attacks each at bat and like that kind of spreads the whole lineup and that's something that I feel that you know if you have that mixture of professionalism and fun you can really get a good clubhouse environment and that's one of the main things I think that has helped the Red Sox this year unfortunately one one guy that I just wanted to touch on, who I'm very happy for David Price this this postseason, a guy that huge, what's called cloud over his head, elephant over his head, elephant in the room, elephant cloud in the room, in the room never won a postseason start, and now I think he has two wins yeah, after last he, night. He's been good. He's been very solid. You know, I think he had like maybe one bad start. He had one. He had one not so good one. Was I that against the Yankees? I think so. I think he had one obviously bad. right. But then, but then he came back that same series and beat the Yankees, Ooh. which which was annoying. Um, I'm not over it yet, but you know, I'll get there. But yeah, I ain't have much time to get my hopes up. Yeah, you guys just yeah, you guys got rocked. But <laughs> yeah, you no, know, it, it it was pretty bad. Uh, Daniel, you want to talk some basketball? Let's talk some hoops. Um, so college basketball starts in a. Oh, you mean NBA? Sorry, my bad. Um. I like that. That was Co- funny. College basketball is starting soon. We'll get, we're going to get to that. Ho- hopefully next week we're going to have a little preview. Um, maybe with a special guest. We'll have to see. Um, but let's talk NBA for now. And Steph Curry. We already we already talked about that for a while. But Talk about Giannis. Yeah, let's talk about Giannis. But, but again, Steph had 51 last night. Hit 11 threes. And it was a lot of fun. Just, just saying. But let's talk about Giannis. Giannis and Kumpo. Alan. Um, what's what, what do Giannis and Will Chamberlain have in common? What don't they have in common? Like nationality, um, era, birthday. So, very close. They have, to start the season, they... Okay, English, Allen. Let's go, Allen. You got it. They are the only two players to start the season in the first four games to have 25 and 15. 25 points, 15 rebounds. In every single game he's had. Right. And usually, and yesterday, he against the Sixers, he put up, what was it? Like Stupid stats. 34, 18, and 10 or something. Mm-hmm. Is that? I think that's what it was. I may be getting the points wrong. 
But he plays point guard. He he plays center. He's leading the league in rebounds. He is averaging 15.5, 16.5 boards a game. These are ridiculous numbers. And, and, and the really funny thing for me is I, I've, been, I've had the privilege of watching him play so far this year a little bit. The team wants him to win MVP so bad. Oh, like, yeah. the shot goes up. No, everyone just boxes out their guy. Giannis, get the board. Yeah, exactly. It, it's so fun. And they're undefeated. Last year, did they make the playoffs last year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They went out oh, yeah, they were the, 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 the sixth seed. Right. They lost Eric the... Bledsoe having a full season under his belt now. Or this being his first full season, right? Yeah. With the Bucs. And uh, DiVincenzo's such a good fit there. Oh, yeah. just just He is so much more athletic than I thought. Oh, yeah. Really I didn't nice. know how athletic he yeah. was. And, and in college, he would get a like, block. He, I think in the, he blocked Mo Wagner in the uh, championship game, I think, like at the rim. No, no, no. It was, I'm sorry. It was Charles Matthews. He was slashy, like going for a dunk. And DiVincenzo straight up two hands. Can you make up that name, Charles Matthews? Look it up. Look it up. No, I'm joking. Just, you're so knowledgeable. Thank you. But, but Milwaukee's been scoring a ton. and all, like, That's another thing about the NBA this year. So many, I, I don't remember in like my life which I, it's not span that much of the NBA. But so many teams are scoring over 130 points. Like, not what do you, what, what, what's the reason for that, in your opinion? I, I just think like teams are shooting really well. And like it's early, so defenses aren't all locked in. But I just think teams are like just been super efficient. And the pace has been so high. And everyone's kind of buying into this pace and space type of play. You know, shooting threes at a high rate. The Pelicans are averaging 140 points through two games. They put up 149 points. But yeah, I, I think right now there's an emphasis on not only pace and space, but also on youth. So a lot of teams are throwing out lineups with like no one who's put, like starting lineups and no one who's been in the league more than three or four years. And so like defense is kind of going to be shaky because that's something that, that definitely comes along slower than offense. Right. So... Do you think it's a lack of dedication to not, defense? I think it's a it's a totally new it's it's so fast in the NBA, and like they have to like all the rotations are so quick and everyone's so skilled and that it takes a while, especially as it, like the Kings are giving up a ton of points. Why? They they they're they start like four or five first or second year players. Fox, Fox, Bagley, Heel, Heel. Justin Jackson from from North Carolina, not the Maryland Justin Jackson. Mm-hmm. And who else? Collie Stein. Collie Stein. It's like those are all first, second, third year guys. Right. They're Collie all. Collie Stein's actually been in for a little longer, but he feels no, three, very three years. I think. Three years. Yeah. So maybe four. The point is like this. Like when we have like the top, the good defensive teams are the teams that are veteran, that you know. Crusty. Right. You know, like we don't see teams that are like like with like Tony Allen, like you know, it's like those types of guys where like. Yeah, you're not going to score more than, like, 100 points on this. Right, right. And Those like, teams are fun. They are fun, but like, it, it's okay, though. more fun. Scoring is more fun, and, you know, teams are saying, okay, if you can score, we can score more. Like, the Warriors won last night by over 20, and they gave up 122 points. That's crazy. It's like, scoring is way up this year. I think it will even out as the year goes along, but it feels like it's a lot more than normal. But we'll have to see how it goes. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, also... A team that is not doing well, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Are they the worst team? In so the I've been watching a lot of them, a lot of their games so far. I went four, playing Pistons tonight. We'll see how that goes. Uh, but 
they're playing at a really cool pace. They're playing, uh, they're playing at a great place pace. They're playing team basketball. They're they're doing some good things. And and for a second, I'm going to focus on the past. I don't think I talked about this last week. I think you talked about I it. I talked Barry. about it last week. Right. Which is a cool I sentence did. to say. Alan Sokloff talked about it with Rick Barry. That's a cool sentence. For a, get like a digital download, frame that or something. Fans, if you want to do it for me, it'd make my life. Um, <laughs> I, mean, I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> if you press play on the wall. Yeah. Uh, but, okay, so I talked about that last week. So this week, though, Daniel, there's not a ton of talent on the team. It's a personnel thing. I, I think it, it's, it's strictly... <laughs> A, it, in, in no one's good enough at this point. No one's making anyone else better. Clarkson comes in and just shoots. Hood, right. Hood's dry. Everyone's creating for themselves, but it'd be nice if there was more cohesiveness. I think the, the key to that is the ultimate glue guy, Chetty Osman. They call him the Turkish LeBron. He, he's, I know they do, but he, he's not such a glue guy at the end right. of the day. He's more of a... Slasher, I'm gonna to get to the basket. Aggressive right. energy. Right. And, and you he, has know, a good, he has a good passer, though. He's great. He's a great player. I think I think they should give him the keys. Why not? He's very good. Why not give him the keys? And also, they need to get the ball to Kevin Love a bit. Like, you know, yeah, I, I agree. They should still run through Kevin Love. And Tristan's been playing very well, just not scoring. Right, but when has Tristan ever scored? Right, but at the end of the day, now you kind of need it, especially because he's shooting more shots. Last, right, last, but he, he should stop doing that. And they, give they, the ball to other guys. They're high percentage looks. Last night he shot. Let's check it out. The Cavs are the only team that's not scoring a lot, by the way. Tristan was one for ten. Right. Field. He should stop shooting. But they were very good looks. But, but he should still stop stop shooting. I want to see Sam Decker getting more minutes. I want to see. I want to see Sexton get more minutes. Sexton was good. Sexton was the only guy with a. No, he wasn't. He was one of the only guys with a positive That match. played more than positive, four minutes. Uh, positive plus minus. The rest of them that had a positive plus. No, Clarkson. Clarkson. He just comes in and shoots. It's right. so fun. Four for 14. Like, that's not good. That's not good. So, I don't know. They're, they're, they're not, they don't have the guys. They're going to be fighting for a top pick this year. And, you know, hopefully they can get a good player, like an R.J. Barrett, a Zion Williamson, a Cam Reddish, or someone else not on Duke. Daniel, um, why, why don't you give a quick little rookie report before the hot take? Let's, let's go. Um, Luka Doncic may be, uh, is probably a top five player in the league for me to watch. I, he I was love, hitting step back. I love his creativity. Do you see his movie had? He's so creative with the basketball and finding angles for passing. And He's awesome. He looks like a veteran in terms of being in control on the court. And, and yes, by, and yes. Every, every, nothing is too fast. He's not the fastest guy, but nothing around him is moving too fast. And everything, like, when he makes a pass, I'm like, there's no way that's a turnover. Like, there's no, like, I don't see him making mistakes, which you is know, weird. It's it's almost as if he's been playing professional basketball for years. Wait a second. Wait. He has, he has been, playing been playing professional, professional basketball. basketball for years. So, like, he's ready. He's going to be a star. He, this year, I, think, I, I can see him averaging, like, 17 six assists and five boards or something for the year. Like, he wasn't even, like, like against, the, like, they lost to the Hawks, but like, they're not going to be amazing as a team, but I do think they have a lot of promise. I think Doncic is going to be a star for many years. Love that. And also, Trey Allen had a game with 35 points and 11 assists. Allen, can you name the last two rookies to have a 35-point, 10-plus assist game? 35 and 10? 35-plus or 10-plus assists. 
How recent? As a rookie. I know, but like, give me a all the, the year in, in the last twenty like, in the last twenty years it's happened. Dwayne Wade. Nope. Jason Kidd. Nope. Give me a clue. They're really, really good. Still. Like still. Kobe Bryant. No, like they're they're still really good in the NBA. Oh, Chris Paul. Nope. That was a great guess. It was a really good guess. Um, Damian Lillard. No. I need some help. I'm pointing at Alan's computer where he has a picture of him. LeBron James. That's one. Second. Rajon Rondo. No, <laughs> both of them are not on. The Javale McGee. <laughs> I think we know about that one. Javale McGee. Who's the other one? You, you know. Russell Westbrook. No. Kevin Durant. No. Closer. What? Uh, Stephen Curry. Stephen Curry. So Trey Young is the the next LeBron and Steph. You heard it here first. I mean, one plus one equals two. Right. Or in this and situation, one plus one plus one equals thirty. I'm not. Yes, that's yes. true. That's yes. math. Um, that was the rookie report. Um, hopefully, each week we'll talk about different rookies. Also, Jaron Jackson had like a 29 point game and hit like five threes earlier. And Mo Bamba smiles at the world. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be brought up every single rookie report. Hopefully, but hopefully John Henson. How's he been doing? It's good. John Henson. You know, he went to North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> For our throwback fans. For our throwback fans from like our 10th episode. Um, hot yeah. take. Hot take right now? It's really hot in here. It is really hot in here. It actually isn't. I'd, I'd like to reiterate a past hot take. Just to, to, just to remind everyone that it was it was there. Um, I mentioned that, I don't know if it was, it was like a hot take mid-show. But Todd Gurley, Todd Gurley was on pace to break the record or be close to breaking the record for most touchdowns in a season. Right now he is on pace to break the record. He averages two touchdowns a week. I think we he has it. 14 touchdowns through seven games. Put that out through a 16-game season. That's 32 touchdowns. One more touchdown than what Danian Tomlinson's record. I say he doesn't get it. I say he does. Okay, great. Want to put money on it right now? No. On air? No? no. Okay, cool. Because, guys, make responsible bets and stay in school. And Alan knows that. Alan understands this. Right. We, we played that up. I, I didn't actually want to bet money. Good. Glad, glad we avoided yeah, that. Yeah. Daniel, <laughs> it's so hot in here. It's so, I think we need a, you know. Get a little hot take action out. Daniel, bring it. Bring it right now? Okay. So, the Lakers have kind of stumbled out to a 1-3 and three start. You know, despite having the A good 1-3 start. A good 1-3. They've lost some close games, but... Um, I think... It's, it's, it's the Lakers' hot take. I think their second most important player, obviously behind LeBron James, is Josh Hart from Villanova University, and before that, from my hometown of Silver Spring, Maryland. Josh Hart is a guy, 6'5 guard, you know, at Villanova, I remember he would just take over games. He would just, like, you know, have, like, he had me at a game, like, with, like, 37. The team only scored, like, 63. Right now, in the year, he's averaging 16.5 points, 5.3 rebounds, only 1.5 assists, but that's, and 2.25 steals. This guy's a lockdown defender. He can score. He can shoot off the catch. He can score off the dribble. And also, he's a very good passer, and he's a very smart player. And he makes the right play. Right now, he's third on the team in minutes, and I would not be surprised if, like, come playoff time, he's the second guy with LeBron. And and I think LeBron LeBron likes guys that are ballers that they they love the game. They're passionate. Josh Josh Hart seems like one of those. He's a baller. And I I think like just to build off of that, I think that's actually a great hot take. It's almost like I agreed to. Do that. Yeah, it's like um, or something. But I think what really makes the Lakers special 
is how integral every single one. I'm looking at the roster right now. The, all these guys need to play a role for that. They can be really, really, really good. Thing is, they're young and they're uh, and a lot of guys are raw. Right. So like a guy like Brandon Ingram, still a little raw. Like he's getting there. He's he's gonna make the leap soon. But I think a guy like Josh Hart, who's already reached that level where he's very consistent. He can be someone who, who he's shooting fifty five percent from the field this year, so he can be someone for the that LeBron can know. Okay, Josh is going to show up this game. Who's the best natural scorer on the Lakers, in your opinion? LeBron James, Michael Beasley. Oh my bad, I'm sorry, Michael Beasley. <laughs> and the best shooter on the team is Mykolic. Sviatoslav Mykolic. Sviatoslav. But Michael Beasley might also be the best shooter. I think. I don't know how the Lakers aren't like undefeated and have won every game by 40 because they basically have two of the best three players in the NBA in LeBron and Beasley according to Beasley that's nuts but right? hey he, he said it's, trust it's, it's, it's LeBron Durant and Beasley all on the same level in terms of getting getting buckets and I don't know why he's not playing more I don't understand it I would get him out there and just like let him go to work and just get buckets oh my God. oh that was preseason that was preseason yeah sadly well, like last year on the Knicks, when he was his time, you know, he put up like 30 and 25. So, second hot take. Michael Beasley, given his own team, would probably win MVP and they win the finals. <laughs> That's a hot take, folks. And with that, we are out. Have a good week, everyone. Enjoy the sports week. See you next week.